The General Services Administration says it still faces lots of questions about the right way to introduce Amazon-style web portals for government buying. And therefore, it wants to start small. At least in the beginning, purchases through commercial marketplace initiatives will be capped at $10,000 each. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has details on GSA's thinking and what comes next. GSA is taking input from industry for another week, but its current plans call for it to have multiple different buying portals online and available for government use in a pilot phase by late 2019. At least in the early going, GSA would limit purchases via those portals to commercial products and services that fall under the government's micro-purchase threshold, $10,000, instead of the $250,000 simplified acquisition threshold Congress allowed when it ordered the e-commerce experiment. Matthew Blum is the Associate Administrator in the Office of Federal Procurement Policy. We are positioning our to evaluate the opportunities posed by the commercial online marketplaces by starting with a proof of concept, talking to stakeholders, starting small, collecting data, understanding risk. Limiting the portals to the micro-purchase threshold also lets GSA sidestep tricky policy questions about how and whether normal government procurement requirements, like the Buy American Act and the Trade Agreements Act, will apply to e-commerce platforms. Those issues have been a central part of the debate since Congress first proposed the portals in 2017, but purchases below the threshold are exempt from a wide variety of procurement laws. That's not to say there will be no government unique requirements. Buyers, for example, would still be subject to the government-wide ban on purchasing Kaspersky antivirus software or telecom gear from Huawei and ZTE. Likewise, the portals would have to enforce the government's list of contractors who've been suspended or debarred. But as a general matter, Jeff Kosis, GSA's senior procurement executive, says the goal is to use as light a regulatory touch as possible, both with regard to its contracts with the operators of the e-commerce platforms and with the products and services they'll sell. We put out some draft terms and conditions. They're a pretty limited list. Terms and conditions are either, one, required by a law to apply to commercial contracts, Two, required by executive order. I think we actually may have more required by executive order than we do by law at this point. Or we think that the uh, customer commercial practice. We think that's based on your responses to the earlier RFIs, uh, based on the one-on-one conversation. You know, so getting to this limited list, it's a pretty substantial deviation to the FAR and to the GSAR. That is indeed our thought process at this point. For suppliers, the terms and conditions, again, are uh, minimal. Just those required by law or executive order uh, and they're really minimized by treating these as individual micro-purchases, not as big umbrella contract with the suppliers. But GSA and OFPP have at least one other major reason for focusing the e-commerce effort on micro-purchases. Right now, those small open market procurements, often made with government purchase cards, represent a giant gap in the government's data about the commercial items it buys. By funneling a bigger proportion of them through centrally managed and monitored portals, officials think they'll uncover new insights into exactly what products agencies are introducing into the federal supply chain. This is about starting to bring management to their uh, micro-purchase uh, buys. It's about the need to get to the visibility to what and how that spend is happening and potentially to start shifting that spend, uh, not just shift it to the uh, GSA solution, but perhaps shifting that to uh, some of the mandatory sources. Uh, today, for instance, we have no visibility on the Ability One spend. Uh, we have no uh, visibility on the uh, federal prison industry spend. We just don't have the insights into what happens in micro-purchase spend today. There's a huge thirst for data among the agencies. There's a big desire on our part to share that data with the agencies, to have them use it to start 
changing behavior. GSA plans to require the portal providers to gather and send spending data back to it. The agency will then aggregate that information and share it government-wide. But in line with restrictions Congress added in the 2019 Defense Authorization Bill, it also plans to explicitly prohibit the e-commerce providers from using that same government spending data themselves. Its use would be limited to what's necessary to comply with the requirements of the platform provider's contract with GSA. By limiting the online portals to the micro-purchase threshold, GSA also partially forestalled another long-standing industry question. What's the true benefit of such a program when agencies already have access to commercial items via the GSA schedules and its own Advantage portal? COSA says that's one of the questions GSA is trying to answer via the pilot. But as a going-in proposition, it doesn't believe the portals will take a meaningful amount of government purchasing away from the schedules program. And he acknowledged GSA has no real idea whether the government will get better pricing by opening itself up to a larger universe of commercial suppliers. Let me suggest the only fair answer is say we don't know. We have two theories of the case. We have our, some pretty interesting arguments on both sides. We have no responsible data. We don't know, are there or are there not savings? Uh, what do we know? We know Congress gave us the authority to run with the program. Uh, we know Congress's sense is that there is the potential uh, for significant savings streamlining for time saving. In an earlier progress update, GSA had told Congress its market research had led it to examine three different models it might implement in the pilot program, e-commerce, e-procurement, and e-marketplace. For the proof of concept, GSA is only testing the e-marketplace model, the same one that generated consternation among the existing population of government vendors when Congressman Mac Thornberry, the chairman of the House Armed Services Committee, first proposed the idea as a standalone bill in 2017. GSA officials say that decision should not be seen as a final one, though. Officials say the plan is to continue to refine the e-commerce strategy with feedback from industry, along with lessons learned from the first pilot. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. Check out Jared's story at federalnewsnetwork.com.